They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade! But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Hey, uh, welcome to us. It, it, like, I think it's a it's a slightly special um, episode of Shitting with the Door Open in that it's the same shit, just us being as honest as ever. But there's been quite a big moment for the Hooper Duffin, Hooper Duffin household. Um, and uh, we all know that it was coming. And yeah. um, I'll let you talk us through it, Wado. Yeah, we all knew like it was going to happen. And we knew like when we made the call. And I've been ready for like a few months. Um, but we knew when we made the call, it was going to be, it was going to be quick. So we called the, um, Claire called the vet, uh, on the Monday to come out. This is obviously in relation to your family dog, Dusty. Yeah, that's good point. (laughs) (laughs) Just like let straight in. You weren't putting down your mother. (laughs) Sorry. the vet. Sorry, Liz. Liz has got to go. She's had it's her time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have money for a doctor. We've got a vet, and that's the best you can hope for. Right. She's very good. Don't worry. Liz listens to the podcast. She's a patriot. Hey, mum. <laughs> G'day, mum. Good on you. So, yeah, we decided it was time. It was Dusty's time. And I think Dusty yeah. kind of, you know, if he could talk, he would have said the same thing. So we called yes. the uh, vet to come out to the house on the Thursday. And the vet's very kind, very nice. And on the Wednesday, no, on the, on the, that's right, on the phone, she asked, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to cremate or bury at home and stuff? So we decided to bury Dusty on the property because, you know, we've got the place and right. we've got the space. Yeah. So on the Wednesday, uh, I went out and I dug uh, a hole. And a hole is a hole until you call it a grave. And then it's the same thing, but it's very different. It's very different. That's a really great sentence you just said. (laughs) A hole is a hole until you call it a grave. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, really, um, uh, it was quite intense because of like the necessity of the action. It kind of gave it like this emotional purpose. So it was a sad time, but it needed to be done. And so I felt like I was doing this thing for Dusty. But also, like, this is like a manual labor job. You know what I mean? So you're digging a hole, and sometimes you're just digging a hole, and then other times you're digging a grave within, like, the space of, like, a few seconds. Because you're just, like, dig, 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 and you're like, oh, fuck, that's right. It's not just a hole. We're not just getting down here to check the wires or the plumbing whatever. This is to lay my mate down. So dig, 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 dig. Kind of just got deep enough because we hit a few tree roots. It took a while, but like you know, it's just. Well, is there a is there some sort of um, uh, guide or law on? Well, I think there's like a there's a guide, uh, and we I think it's like three to four feet, and we just got um, to just under three feet, so like two points. And also, very quite a small dog by the end of his life, Dusty. He so was. I don't imagine yeah, you'd yeah. need that full three to four feet anyway. It's to, um, I think it's yeah. To, you don't want it to get dug up by no. foxes, you know, because there are foxes in Melbourne or cats or whatever everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, foxes yeah. everywhere. So we did that, and then um, uh, that night, like Claire got a mattress and like slept down beside Dusty you know, like for his final night. And it was really sad. It was, Claire was 
I don't think she'd mind me saying she was quite um, quite emotional, as she would be. You know what I mean? Very connected. To Very you. connected. As are you, but I, I've I've been noticing it in Claire. I mean, even just as I left Melbourne, she um, just had to have one more pat of my dog of yeah. Peanut. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, you're you're about you know you're in the process now of saying goodbye. Yeah, she cause, to your dog exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the girls came and like slept in our bed that night. They both got up and came to our bed, uh, and then in the morning, um, we all kind of like woke up. And kind of just told stories about Dusty, like about his life, you know, like just like, oh, this is a funny thing that he did this time that he jumped off a cliff and this time, you know, like how we would, when we first got him, what he was like and all these like silly things that he would do and how much we all loved him. And that was like a really, I know it was a really nice moment to sit as like a family and kind of communicate about him that Mm. way. And then we got up and the day before I just, got him like a rotisserie chicken. So I was just like feeding him like rotisserie chicken. Like, when are you hungry, buddy? Have some, have some chicken. You know, it's just like a real sad. <laughs> just spending like hundreds of dollars yeah, you, on what, gourmet food. What you need? <laughs> and then um, the nurse came at like 10 because she could come at like t- different time blocks throughout the day, like 10, 12, 2, 4, whatever it was. And But we just wanted it, I wanted it done in the morning. I didn't want it to hang over us all day. I didn't want it to linger. Yeah, you know? oh, good call. I think it was good. Call. It was just we'd made the decision. Let's not drag this out for a few extra hours, and mm. then anyway. So the nurse came, or the vet came, sorry, and she was so lovely. She was just the best. She came and had a look at Dusty, and she she told us that we we're making the right choice, which was good to hear. Of course, you know, like this. Yep. She's like, because you've seen him uh, for so long getting older and older day by day that you probably don't realize that he's quite, you know, that, that this is definitely his time, you know? And then she talked yes. through that, like his yeah. dementia and how uh, all the things that he was doing that we would say, you know, like, Oh, he sometimes he walks into the, into the door or he just stops at the door and just goes to the toilet. And she's like, he's got dementia. He's, he's just getting, he's, you know, he's, wow. yeah, it's just like the, his mind had, not gone, gone, but it was slipping yeah. along with his body. And then, like, his one day, like... The... I didn't even consider that a dog would would good, could or would get dementia. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so then she talked it through with the girls, what was going to happen. And it was, like, a really sad moment. But, you know, it was beautiful. And then so we went into... Because he always sleeps at the foot of our bed, like in his little bed. So we went in there... And this is where um, uh, Claire kind of struggled a bit, wee bit because we gave him some chicken to that he could eat while the vet attached like an IV drip to his, the back of his leg. Otherwise, yep. it would have been, you know, a bit chaotic. And yep. Claire, she's so lovely, but it's not even but. Claire and I have approached this kind of like a little bit differently, whereas I think like this is what we needed to do so he could have his last his you know his last meal and he's had some peace and this thing's sure. happened nicely for him but clear you know for the next day or two talked about how we tricked him to eat the chicken so we so uh, we could put him down sure you know which i get i totally understand where she's coming from mm. but she was definitely she's definitely been dealing with like a bit of guilt about putting um the great man down 
Um, without without dismissing anything of what Claire has gone through, or you for that matter, um, uh, this isn't positive nor negative. That's quite an emotional response to what was a very pragmatic thing that needed to be done. Yeah. Um, and it's neither right nor wrong. It's just, you know, she feels like she tricked him. But actually, for me, it sounds like, well, that was a nice, gentle way of doing this. Yeah. I mean, how else do you communicate with the dog that has dementia and is it's so riddled with cancer and is so old than to say, here's a treat? Yeah, exactly. But I think there's no, as you said, like, there's no right or wrong way to process this. No. Grief is such a interesting and terrible and beautiful thing that it's always going to affect everybody in different ways anyway so mm. the iv got in and then we kind of all said our goodbyes and she and the nurse put in a um uh like some painkilling meds some ketamine and something else to kind of like help him like relax and go to sleep and so then he laid down and then she gave us like a minute where we all just kind of like held on to him and patted him and gave him kisses and told him how much we loved him and then, um, oh man, <laughs> it was my little buddy. You're right, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. I'll get there. Right. Yeah. And then she came in, and then she um, she said, uh, like you know, then it was time. And she put in like the the final, the final little um, you know, whatever to, to finish, to finish, the thing. <laughs> to um to put him to sleep and then so he was he went to sleep as we're all holding him and then you could just feel his kind of body leave it doesn't stop you know what i mean like the yeah it just kind of went it was very sad and we all kind of like had a um a cry and then we kind of held him and then the nurse like it for the thing that it was I don't think it could have gone better, but it was still mm. not great. The girls were fully involved. They were very upset. Anyway, then we kind of, she left, the nurse left, the vet, sorry, the vet, the vet left. We wrapped him up in his like favorite blanket and Claire carried him out to the, to the grave and we like laid him out there. And then we all said like, you know, well, I said a few things and then, we put all his like favorite things in the in the grave, like the um, you know, like his favorite like bowls, favorite toys, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, threw some dirt on him, and then this is a bit grim, but it kind of needed to be done. I put like bricks all the way around his body, and then once the dirt was on the blanket, I covered that with um uh, bricks as well, because mm. I didn't want. Like as we said before, like I didn't want a fox coming in there. No, and digging out. You don't. After all of what you just talked about, and and the sadness in there, but the togetherness that you've had as a family, and and I think a credit to you two as parents for including the girls in it. I think there's nothing but positivity to come from that. That you don't want to go through all of that and then walk out one day and a <laughs> fox has dug the fucking thing up like, and it's strewn around the backyard. That's like no, too no, much. Too mu- I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was like pet cemetery. This thing is just fucking of course. zombie dog. Yes. <laughs> so then we like filled in the the grave and then we put it like a giant bit of bluestone on top. We wrote like everybody wrote like um, one letter of like dusty um, on there and put some flowers on and so. That was nice. And then we just got some chairs and just kind of like sat out there for like an hour. 
and just kind of like talked and just kind of like there was some crying and some talking and um and then I was really just at peace with the decision like I was just mm. it was sad but I don't feel any guilt I don't feel remorse I just feel like we've done the right thing you know I just feel like it was it was his time and I'm just glad that he's not hurting anymore whereas um Claire I think feels she said it and it was such a beautiful thing she said we're supposed to look after him we're supposed to protect him and he's just outside in the cold and the rain while we're inside in the warm and it's not right and I'm like man it's just sheer because yeah. I of course like that's what you're doing like the dog the pet is a part of your family and that's our job to protect him yeah anyway and so that's and obviously that's, that's a that's a, a part of her processing but I uh, like I, I, I support your decision and stand by. I think you've done a not only have you made the choice that had to be made and it's a really hard choice at whatever stage you were gonna to have to do yeah. that. But you've done a what sounds like a brilliant job of honouring your mate and a family member. Yeah. And and it hasn't you haven't been flipping about it. It hasn't been just like, Oh, it's a dog, it's dead now. You have you've um you, you included the girls, you've talked it through, you've spent some time honouring. I I yeah, I think um that's a wonderful thing you've all done. Yeah, it was. Look, it's a nice thing, and I think we'll look back and realize it was, you know, like um, maybe with a bit of time, we, you know, it might be a bit easier for Claire to look back and see it was the right thing. But at the moment, yeah, of course, she's she's grieving. She's grieving. Mm. But um, that's one hundred percent natural. You know, like that's just because I said like mm. there's this great quote. Of course. It's this dumb. It's a Marvel quote, which is so silly, but it's this beautiful Great. piece of writing. It's just stunning. It's like, what is grief? But if if not love, persevering, and it's just this lovely mm. way to look at um, like a lost one, because like that one hundred percent what it is. Like you don't grieve yes. for things you don't love. You just don't. Mm. You know, you don't. You don't really miss no. them. Anyway. That's the story of Dusty, and maybe in another episode, I'll tell some stories about like his, you know, like some of the dumb shit that he did because he was such a weirdo. Mm. I fucking loved him. <laughs> but yeah, he was a weird dog. He was he a, he beautifully a, weird. He had a bent tail and a bent head. Yeah, he was yeah. just so fucking odd. <laughs> and he was yeah. the most vocal yeah, dog great. I'd like I'd ever. I've ever encountered like just so vocal, like whatever he wanted something, it was always, rawr, 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 rawr. you know, he was always giving it some of that. <laughs> if you like, if he didn't, if he did, especially in like in the, his later years, if he didn't want to do something, he just made out like he was in so much pain. He was such a like a little drama dog. He was like, you're like, what are you talking about, mate? I'm just taking your collar off. All right. That's all that's happened. Hot <laughs> weirdo. I love him. I'll miss him. Well, we'll miss him. My dog's my dog's got pink eye. So, um, you know. <laughs> How does it do? I left Peanut at the farm and um, I reckon she's had her head right up her dad's ass because she's got fucking pink eye and my parents um, went out to the farm. I still haven't finished the dog run for her. Went out to the farm and saw this dog's just like like Full conjunctivitis eyes. And they're like, we better take her to the vet. And mum goes, do you know what? Your brother wouldn't have taken her to the vet. And I said, you know what, mum? Neither would have I. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just get some saline and flush that shit out and hope for the best. Yeah, oh, man. Anyway, it's good to have grandparents of dogs as well. So she's fine. 
Oh, good. She's fine. Great. At the yeah. Nina, what a legend. I don't know. I don't know how a dog gets pink eye. I think it's probably grass seeds. She's probably got a grass seed in her. Uh, uh, yeah. From right. Of course. Of course. Of course. And how is um, Brisbane going for you? How's that going up there? Yeah, it's good, man. Like, look, I, you know, I live quite a distance out um, in in what is probably best described as a a, um, a suburb um, that's actually more akin to a small country town. It's quite yeah. isolated, and um, I've barely left. <laughs> it's really great. It's really great. I I'm one block from the beach. Um, I'm surrounded by the elderly. Um, or or the the community that goes to the same school as my kids. Yeah. Um, I spent the weekends um, helping a mum just down the road uh, put up a shade sale. That was excellent. Um, then more people came over to to uh, christen the shade sale, and we had a barbecue. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> um, then I went to like a, a a hippie fair on the weekend. I'm like, this is great. And then I'm like, oh yeah, but I should probably do something that earns money at some point. <laughs> I should probably go to work. But yeah, it's good. I mean, we're we're still trying to figure out the house. Um, fucking rentals, man. They either have cupboards everywhere or no cupboards, and so. We're in the case of no cupboards, and so we've just got piles of shit and trying to figure out what and where we put stuff yeah. um, while, you know, the baby date is descending upon us in, in a rapid fashion, as is the uh, the sheer weight of time. Um, and obviously, once baby comes out, things change. Yeah. Pretty, as you know, things change pretty rapidly, and all of a sudden, you've got no time for anything. So we're kind of... Um, I painted the wrong picture there that I've been relaxing in this uh, beachside suburb. That's not the case. It's really go, 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 trying to get the things done that we need done before all of a sudden time time stands still and you don't have time for anything for about 12 months. Yeah, because that's exactly what happens when that newborn comes out. It is just so intense. And especially like we've talked about this before, before that first one, and like you're on to number four now, but there's such a build-up to the birth that you kind of forget mm. about everything afterwards. And now that you've had, like, you know, like this is number four for you, you know exactly yeah. what comes afterwards. You know, like that birth is a yeah. beautiful moment, but it it's a moment. You know what I mean? It, it's a moment. It's a moment um, for mm. the rest of your life and the rest of their life. So, yeah, there's so much, I imagine, to get done and to organise because it's <laughs> – you've got – you know, you've also got the other ones up there as well. So it's, it's totally juggling. well. I mean, that's the yeah. And I, I don't, I, w- I don't want to wish away any moment. I want to be uh, present. I, I've, I've had a real issue of being present in my life on, on every subject. Like I just, I find it really struggle. So I don't want to wish it away. Um, I, I have a do just want to get on with shit. You yeah. Know? And so, you know, that first year, I want to be present and involved in it. And also, I, there's just things I want to get done. And there's a, with number four, there's a there's an element of just not being able to be as present because there's the demands of the others. Yeah. And um, I'm without my big kid at the moment, which is I've really struggled with um, moving without him. But it is, look like, it is looking more and more likely that he will be here Um Possibly very soon. I mean, he's coming in in about two and a half weeks from the point of recording, 
um, to for holidays for about three and a half weeks, but he may actually uh, stay up here permanently for a couple of years, which is excellent, and that's what I want. Um, there is there's no negative. It just comes with a workload, yeah. you know, all of a sudden in a small house without cupboards um, that we haven't put shit away and there's kids coming out of fucking everywhere. Like yeah. it, there's a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like as you say, yeah. there's no negatives, but yeah, there's definitely like add yeah. a certain amount of complexity to the situation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I look, I'm barely drinking at the moment. I'm, I, I wouldn't say that I'm completely 100% off the grog, but I'm, um, I, I would say I'm having all sober days because four beers for me is a sober day. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, great. So even even when I'm having beers, I'm having you know maybe four, um, and uh, it's sort of like I'm I'm in work mode. So and I'm my body is waking itself up at five a.m. in the just, morning. Yeah, wow. Um, wow. Just sort of getting getting ready. It's just yeah. go go go. Yeah, I'm not drinking much either at the moment, and it's been great. But it's also. I guess I had built up in my head other times where I hadn't been drinking, where I've just been like really um, energetic and happy and proactive all the time. And this time yeah. I've just been a bit, I don't know, not lethargic because I have not stopped working on like these writing projects and like this other narrative podcast. Right. Like it's just kind of like go, go, go. And then we're getting our house where we're going to like move all our stuff out, which we didn't think we had to, but now it turns out we have to. So that's pretty intense. Um, but I haven't like done it with like a bounce in my step. I've just... Right. But I mind you in saying that, yeah. I have done it. And we have just gone through like a, a bit of an emotional like couple of weeks. So got to give yourself a break. You have... It's big, right? Because the, the way that you described that event, which... Um, and thanks very much for sharing. I, I personally, I really appreciate it. Uh that wasn't a one day or even one week. You guys have been gearing up to this, I would say, for well over a year. You, you've you've known as a couple. You've been discussing yeah. it, um, and so that's that's a huge weight. That's a big that's a big emotional load. That um, now you're in the other side of it, but it's you know so it, it stands to reason to me that um, even with the lack of alcohol, there's not there's not a big spring. There's a there's a huge pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it is like I just feel like our lives are in like your life and my life, very different vortexes, but they're just we're in the eye of this like cyclone of this hurricane. Mm. And it just feels like everything all at once has just kind of like come crashing down for like this like yeah. these next like month or two or the next twelve months for you. And it's just so intense. It's so intense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and really great things happening as well, and and um, yeah, I mean, I, I've felt such a, a pressure valve release since I've made the call to I bet. Um, move the family and get up here, and um, and so the idea that Leonard is going to come and be involved and engaged in this environment is um, a great relief to me yeah. as well. Um, yeah, but it's uh, now it's trying to find our rhythm up here and figure out, you know, where do we where do we, how do we exist and where do we um, earn our money and, and, um, and how do we engage with community and yep. build that? And um, yeah. 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 It's very different. Yeah. Like, cause I think all the things that are happening in our life and not they're not bad things, you know, like, you know, dust, putting Dusty down wasn't great, but you know, like it still had to be done, but then all this writing, all this kind of like creative projects that I'm, well, these 
all these, like this creative project that I'm working on is like a good thing. Like this yeah. house rental is like a good thing. Like the girls are good things. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, but it's just a whole lot of good things that require so many spinning plates they require so they've got yes. so many moving parts that you kind of have to kind of be constantly juggling and constantly making sure that everything is being fit in the right place that it's quite mm. it's overwhelming it's just overwhelming yeah yeah totally yeah and um yeah cut yourself a break i'm saying that to myself too that every now and then it's like i just can't process all of this today i'm just gonna i'm just gonna not do anything and and for me um, I just get the kids. School finishes here at two thirty with the school that um, Walter goes to, which is sick, yeah. by the way. I'm all for it. Fuck a two thirty rules. Yeah, great. And um, I look at the mountain of things that I've got to do, either related to um, my job where I earn money, which is important, or the the jobs and tasks around the house, from building cupboards to doing some gardening, whatever. And I just look at the two kids and go, right, let's um, let's go down the beach. I reckon. Yeah, great. And we just go and wander around and dig up crabs and play in the water and beautiful. I'm like, yeah, that was that was worth it. That's a that beautiful was necessary. thing. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, super nice. Yeah, super yeah. nice. Um, now let's talk about the golden knob. People I know are waiting for <laughs> us reading out the submissions, 25 words or less, or a, penis. Or a description of a penis, 30 words or, 30 words or less, <laughs> a description of a vulva. Now, Wade did mention just before we started recording that maybe tonally it wasn't right. We need to give the golden knob. The respect that it deserves. <laughs> the golden of the respect. And also my poor we mate, the respect he deserves. So maybe I don't feel... That is the way you voice it. Yeah, that's it. the way I voice it. That's right. I don't feel right doing the Golden Knob Awards in the same day that I've talked about laying my, my dog to rest. So I just don't feel right about it. So the Golden Knob Awards... And you know what? They're being put off You're the next afforded week. some bereavement time. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting the golden knob. I've spoken to, to the board members, to the rat fucks, and um, they've all agreed that it's fine. We'll extend By one, the period one of more time week. the golden knob. So, you know, if you've got any other entries, send them in. That's fine. It's really, I couldn't care less. But it's going to be great when it happens. <laughs> Oh, it is. We're gonna we're gonna give a whole episode to it, it's, and I know everyone out there is like, "Oh my god, thank you!" Next week, it's all. <laughs> next week is all the golden knobs. That's all it is. That's there's nothing else. So I know you've been waiting, but next week we're dedicating one full episode to the Golden Knob Awards. It's gonna be great. So look out for it. <laughs> have you got any friends? The golden. I think my brother. I'll have to check with him. I think Sinclair, the great Sinclair Breed, said you should have called it the Golden Knob and the Golden Nub. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said. He'll call me up after he hears this. But <laughs> there's awards. Oh, what a look! What a great campaign we've been running too, and some great submissions oh, uh, some really... in. Um, you've just bought yourself uh, an extra seven days or six days, let's say, um, if you would like to <laughs> do some creative writing. Um, Please get on board, and we'll send you out the theme song on a cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be MP3. Ignore the cassette tape. I have no idea where I'd even find that or how to do it. 
<laughs> I don't know how to do that. Um, but if you're going to share the podcast with anybody, like the Golden Orb Awards is probably a great place to start. Like that'd be the very first. <laughs> that'd be the one. <laughs> really, if people need to know what what like the the core, the essence of shitting with the door open is, it will be what I imagine is going to become an annual event, the <laughs> inaugural Golden Orb Awards next year. We'll do them live right this year we're doing them online <laughs> next year we're gonna have a ceremony <laughs> it's gonna work with some celebrity presenters <laughs> we'll come up with some more categories it's gonna be great oh man i have all my children there it'll be a real family affair <laughs> I, tell, I think I told you this. It's a bit hotter up here. And um, just speaking of knobs, um, in the heat, for those of you who don't own a knob, um, they can hang lower. And, um, you know, in hot slow. weather. And I was having a shower with, with Walter because it was just um, it was just an easier process to wash his hair to just guess, get nude because I was going to get wet anyway. And I got in and Walter looked at my dick and just went, Wow. I didn't know penises could be almost as big as sausages. <laughs> really led into almost. I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, mate. That's what sausage you're talking about. I mean, you know, got a real, got a real half bratwurst on right now. Frank photo. Just asking your mum how much she likes a sausage, right? How do you think you got here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh yes right. if you are a patreon subscriber i'm pretty sure and i don't know actually i'm not sure at all i've tried to <laughs> i've tried to link it so you can <laughs> i've tried to make it so you can listen to <laughs> You started on so confident. If you're a Patreon subscriber, I'm pretty actually. I've got no fucking <laughs> idea no what clue. the hell's going I on. I spent two hours yesterday trying to link Patreon to Spotify, so you could go onto Patreon, mm. click some like listen to listen to Patreon episodes on Spotify. I have no idea if it's worked. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, now give it a crack. If it is, if it is working, let us know. If it's not, shut the fuck up. We don't care. Please don't tell me. <laughs> I just, my head almost exploded yesterday. It's unbelievable to get to like 44 and be so, in like this modern world and be so tech unsavvy. I feel like I've really like, oh, there's just like a real gap in my education that a lot of people out in our generation got, but a lot of people didn't. Yep. You know what I mean? Just depending on yes. what school you're at and where you lived at the time, where yeah. uh, I just missed the boat, just completely missed the boat. And now I'm just- Same. Yep. Just playing catch up, you know. And both of us are the age where we should have been in that pivotal time learning it. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what happened to you. But we, holy shit, am I a dinosaur at the moment? Oh. I feel like such a dinosaur. I couldn't agree more. I just feel like so <laughs> like useless sometimes when I'm trying to work stuff out. Yeah. With um, like even like yep. editing the podcast, uh, sorting out Patreon, uh, even just like uploading stuff to the internet. Um, I've just, I'm very basic. Yeah. Microsoft Word, final draft. Like that's, and it's the very basic versions of those two programs as well. The same with my yeah. phone. I use it for the most basic shit you could possibly imagine. That's it. Mate, Microsoft, Microsoft locked me out. I don't know what happened, but now I write documents 
in the body of an email. That's the best you can hope for. It saves having to open an attachment. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's just there. It's right there. If you want to put it in an attachment, then you fucking copy it and you put it somewhere. I don't care. There's the stuff. Control A, Control C, Control V. There you go. That's all you need. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's what we've learned today. That we hate computers. They're the worst. But that's good. they're much better than any other way of doing it. So we're stuck. Yeah. 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 And um, at some stage, we will see each other in the real flesh. You're going to come up here. Uh, I'm going to bully you into it. Um, yeah. We need to start a crowdfunding for, to buy way to Caravan <laughs> so that he can come to my house. <laughs> Where it'll be a shitting with the door open, sponsored Caravan. Um, and Wade's the only one that's allowed to stay. In it. So um, stay tuned. <laughs> this is great social campaign. Uh, I will get up there at some stage, hopefully pretty soon. To be honest, um, I'd be looking forward awesome. to it. It'll be great. Why don't you come right as the baby's born? We'll have heaps of Very space exciting. for hospitality. <laughs> Where are you guys sleeping? Make room for Duffo. <laughs> We'll take the couch, Duffo. You have our bed. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, oh, and on a final word, just again, yes. congratulations to the Matildas. Like, what a campaign oh, they yes. ran. Absolutely. Fourth in the world is no mean achievement. You know what I mean? And what they've done for their ratings numbers, like absolutely smashing records, just mm. destroying them. And what they've done for women's sports. Of any sporting event ever in the history of Australia. I think of just any event, almost. Yes, of any of event. Anything. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, and not what they've just done for soccer, but what they've done for like women's sport in this country is phenomenal. Absolutely massive, phenomenal. Yeah, massive, and and it's a bright new future because of them. And more importantly, England lost. So right. you know what? It's been success all yeah. round. <laughs> Tapas rules. Spotted dick sucks. <laughs> 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 Take that, lionesses. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you didn't think you were going to get a smackdown from the boys and shit with the door open, did you? <laughs> oh, they've learned their lesson now. Oh, they've learned their lesson now. <laughs> They'll think twice yes, before congratulations, Matilda. coming to these shores. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for this. No, no. It was a great one. Give the podcast a share. I enjoyed it, mate. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. All that jazz. Um, genuinely thank you for uh, sharing your story with me I know we've got the mics on um, but I appreciate your candour and I appreciate your emotions and I love you mate love to the family dads <laughs>